0: Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hello friends, how are you doing? I am back with another solo episode reading one of the chapters from the Prisoner's Herbal book. Um, Yeah, for those of you who didn't listen to the interview before, you should definitely check it out. The Queer Plants interview is tons of fun. Um, but before I dive in, um, like always, I'm going to play a little jingle from the Channel Zero Anarchist Podcast Network. People need ordering prisoners. 12 Rules for what is a podcast about fascism and the far right from the perspective of the left. It's obviously great stuff, but don't take our word for it. Here is a word from our sponsor. I'm Jordan Peterson. Now that I have been injected with the anti-fascist super soldier serum, I renounce all my rubbish beliefs about hierarchies and the distribution of sex and dedicate my life, my soul to the 12 rules for what podcast? So that's 12 rules for what? A podcast about the far right. Get it anyway if you get your podcasts. 12 right. rules. So what? Right. All right. That was awesome. Um, And yeah, as I normally do like a little solidarity call out at the beginning of these shows I just wanted to bring attention to someone who is a very close friend to someone who I care about a lot which is Heather um, from Mexico who translated um, who's one of the translators um, of the Prisoner's Herbal book into the two different types of Spanish edition and yeah this is her close friend who she's been visiting in prison and yeah it's really gnarly and I'm asking people to share the GoFundMe that's going around um, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it out. It's not too long. Just a little bit about Jorge's situation. Um I'm really sorry if I am um, pronounce things wrong. <laughs> Any like literally every Spanish speaker that ever listens to my podcast are just like, oh cringe, Nicole. People have no idea, like people think I just fluke it, but like I literally like Google how to pronounce things and then I still pronounce them wrong or like the thing that I watched on YouTube is wrong. So yeah, I've just kind of given up and it's like better to just have a disclaimer of like hey this will be read wrong. I'm sorry. I'm doing my best. Okay, so Jorge um, Esquivel is a beloved compañero of the punk community and a long-time participant of the Occupy Che Guevara. He was arrested on December the eighth, 2022 by plainclothes police as he was leaving the campus of... The university, <clears throat> the city university in Mexico City as part of a campaign of criminalization against the occupa Background. Okay, on February 24th, 2016, an operative was carried out in which plainclothes policemen arbitrarily detained him, planting drugs on him in order to fabricate crimes against him. And I've heard from Heather, sorry, side note, this is like a really common thing in Mexico and yeah, leads to a lot of time in prison for people. Um, okay, the whole case was plagued with irregular, irregular, look irregularities, he was transferred to Oaxaca and then to a maximum security prison in Homo Silo. The authorities used a strategy under the supposition that the distance would hinder his legal defense. But even so, thanks to the solidarity and legal work, he was reclassified from the crime of drug dealing to simple possession of narcotics. So he was released on bail in March 2016. Jorge decided not to continue with the legal process due to the fabricated charges case against him and the climate of of repression towards the occupier. In the meantime, the frame-up continued to be put together. Constant threats and journalistic reports did not cease. The press even took him for dead and accused him of participating in organised crime. On December the 9th, 2022, he was arrested in exactly the same place, a few steps outside university where Occupy is located, and again by plainclothes police, with the grounds for this illegal detention being that the Attorney General's office appealed the decision to reclassify the crime. The compañero's health is fragile due to an extended hospitalisation a couple of years back, more recent bouts with different illnesses Um, and I know this is something that Heather's like very distressed about, is like his worsening health in prison. Okay, so current situation, Jorge is currently incarcerated in the Reclusorio Oriente Prison in Mexico City, where he was recently transferred from the observation and classification area to the general prison population area. For nearly three months he was unable to receive visits other than from his lawyers, but he had his first authorised visit on March 5th. The legal process is in the evidence stage, the Attorney General's evidence includes the testimony of police officers who detained Jorge. One of them is deceased and the other has not been located. Due to this, the hearing is scheduled for February 17th the hearing scheduled for February 17, 2023 did not take place and a date was set for April 14th. On behalf of the legal team that has been working in solidarity to defend Jorge, two expert reports will be re- presented by an external expert called a perito in Mexico. One in Dactyloscopy to prove that the packages of narcotics were never touched by Jorge and another one in criminalistics. These expert reports will be presented once the hearing is held on April 14th. This expert's fees amount to 70,000 Mexican pesos, approximately 3,000 Eight hundred and four US dollars, three thousand five hundred and sixty seven euros, or three. um, £1,164, which must be paid in two instalments in order for this person to start her work. She needs to receive the first half and the second half should be paid at the time of the next court date. Thanks to the solidarity of individuals, collectives and networks, it has been possible to cover Jorge's expenses inside the prison, which have been very high due to the blatant corruption that reigns in Mexican prisons run by mafia groups that charge prisoners for everything from the use of the bathroom to water, electricity, even the cell they are held in. We have raised 34,700 pesos so far towards the 70,000 needed. So in addition to Jorge's costs in prison and other legal fees related to the case, we call upon the solidarity of our friends and compañeros around the world to help us in supporting our compañero. So yeah, I'll put the link in the show notes. But the basic summary is that, you know, the cops are trying to stitch him up and he could face like years and years in prison and he's already really struggling with his health and obviously anyone that knows, has been in prison knows how horrific it is. I can't imagine what it is like in prisons in Mexico. I've heard different things from comrades who've, you know, received the translated copy of the book. Oh my god, had such beautiful texts about the book from prisoners organising in Chile um, who were writing like their own little pieces about their relationship with plants for like a second edition. So yeah, that's really amazing. Please, please, please donate if you can, it would mean the world to me. Alright, so the plan in this episode is all about Daisy. Um, And Daisy was actually like the kind of name that my um, ex-partner Anna used. Um, It was recently the anniversary of her death. Some people may have seen the graphic I made on Instagram and things and some of the text I wrote about her. Pretty amazing woman, really missed, comrade. Um, She was killed during the invasion of Afrin by Turkish bombs while, yeah, organising a solidarity with the Kurdish freedom movement. But yeah, her kind of... Yeah, not like, you know, how you use these like fake names or whatever, like in organising that was her name was Daisy. So yeah, this episode is dedicated to her. Yeah, let's dive into some of Daisy's amazing medicinal qualities. Okay, let's dive into the beautiful Daisy. So the Latin name is Bellis Perennis and the plant family is the Asteraceae family, the Daisy family. Um, So identification, I'm sure people will know what they look like because they're so common, but yeah, they are low rosettes of small, short-stalked, oval, shortly hairy leaves with shallowly toothed edges. White and yellow flower heads, 1.5 to 2.5 centimeters across on short leafless stems. Other species, so they're similar to Oxidaceae. It also has similar properties to Arnica, Arnica Montana, but it's more abundant and available locally with fewer toxicity risks. There are ten species in the Bellus genus. Um, so folk names in English Dais, Eye, Brainwort, Bruisewort, um, Banwort, Common Daisy, Lawn Daisy, poor Mans, Arnica. Bellum in Latin means war and may also be from daisy's use in wound healing. Um, so chemical constituents include saponins, essential oil, resin, mucilage, bitters and vitamin C. Food and nutrition. Okay, so daisy is actually edible, but it's not to everyone's taste and definitely not in large quantities. Um, some people may use daisy as a garnish or in soups when other ingredients can counteract their taste. It's definitely not in my my like appetite to eat, if that makes sense, but I think, you know, Again, small quantities and just, you know, might be like a cute couple of flower heads added to like an edible flower salad or something. Um, God, that sounds so bougie. You know what I mean? (laughs) Okay, ecological role. Daisy is found mostly on moist, neutral to basic soils, in unimproved or improved grasslands, kept short by grazing, mowing or trampling. Also in disturbed habitats such as roadsides and waste grounds. The flowers can be harvested from April to October. Um, however it is March now and there's plenty of them out where I am Um, uh, however with yeah okay however with our changing climate I have noticed daisies even earlier you can also make a mental note of where you saw the flowers so that you can still harvest the leaves in the winter cultivation definitely not necessary um energetics so they are cooling moisture is drying tissue state heat excitation and taste is bitter and sour and some of Daisy's herbal actions include anti-inflammatory, astringent, expectorant, vulnerary. Okay, health challenges supported by Daisy. Most people know Daisy from making daisy chains of the flowers as kids or from its use in divination, he loves me, he loves me not, picking off the petals one by one. You know, it can also be like she loves me or they love me. However, Daisy is an underestimated medicinal plant with a long history of use. Contemporary research has documented the antimicrobial activity of daisy's essential oils as well as the anti-tumor activity in the digestive tract. Bruises. Daisy can be applied topically for bruises, either using fresh poultices of the herb or through salves and ointments made from the infused oil. To make a fresh poultice, you just need to pulverise slightly and then apply it to the skin. There are also records of daisy being used to treat burns in England and Ireland. Many people may be familiar with Arnica for treating bruises and strains – daisy is used similarly however it has the extra benefit of being safe on broken skin whereas arnica is not wounds sprains and strains according to research by herbalist julie and matthew seal back in roman times army surgeons organized the collection of daisies by enslaved people to extract the juice bandages soaked in this juice treated sword and spear wounds acne rosacea so herbalist Zoe horse writes how daisy can be applied for dilated blood vessels in the red noses and cheeks of acne rosacea this is best via a fresh infusion of the flower heads Uh, varicose eczema zoe horse writes how daisies can be used in a wash for weeping skin problems such as varicose eczema particularly in combination with yarrow daisies can also be added to a hot bath to soothe skin complaints Hemorrhoids. Daisy is known for relieving irritation from hemorrhoids and is often combined with horse chestnut when con- when treating this condition. Daisy flower heads can be made into an infusion and used as a compress or used as an enema. Um, okay. Gout, arthritis and joint disease. Daisy has been taken internally for skin and joint disease, including conditions such as gout and arthritis. This is generally with a fresh herb tincture, but see the cautions below. Um, so that's like in the Prisoner's Herbal book. Um, it is likely that it is Daisy's diuretic action that is at play. Daisy is often combined with elderflower for gout and arthritis. Coughs and colds. Uh, Julie and Matthew Seal write that Daisy is a traditional expectorant, which taken as an infusion, relaxes spasms, presenting as coughs and catarrh or colic. In the amazing book on the medicinal ethnobotany of the British Isles, records show Daisy being used as an infusion for coughs and colds in Wiltshire. Um, and I definitely recommend getting that book. Um, really beautiful like kind of reference to different kind of um traditional uses of of herbs on these aisles um okay eyes um daisies have been noted for use in eye lotions in ireland and for eye troubles in scotland okay cautions do not use internally during pregnancy or if you have digestive bleeding or irritation internally it is best to use daisy with some supervision and support from an experienced herbalist Um, Okay, how to practically use daisy in prison, so where you might find daisy, I found daisies in the lawn of the small triangle of grass we had in the prison courtyard, I have also found daisies growing in graveled areas and in cracks and paths, however, look at any mowed grass first where they're more likely to be. Bruises, you can make a fresh poultice by gently pulverising the fresh flowers and then placing them directly on the bruised area. Sprains and strains. Gather up as many flowers as possible. If you have any, ac- if you have access to any kind of blender in a prison kitchen, that would be absolutely ideal. I'm, um, you know, I'm really aware that 99% of prisoners won't have that. If not, you can also just go for it and try to mash them up as much as possible with cutlery, which is also very difficult with plastic prison cutlery. Okay, add some water in to help with the mashing. You then need to soak some fabric in this juice and apply to the affected area. If you don't have large quantities of daisy, you can also make a very strong infusion and soak the material in that and apply. Um, Acne rosacea, make an infusion with the flower heads and then apply to your face with cotton wool or use as a wash. Varicose eczema, if you have access to a bath, add fresh daisies to the bath. Hemorrhoids, add the flowers to a sitz bath. You can also soak some material in the infusion and then apply directly to the area. Coughs and colds, make an infusion with the flowers and drink. And eye inflammation, make a tea with daisies and let it cool and then use as an eye wash. Okay so short and sweet um that's all about the lovely daisy we use daisy infused oil in our bruise ointment that we use in calais it's one of our most used medicines we regularly see refugees with all kinds of musculoskeletal pain either from previous old injuries that are now aggravated in the cold conditions or from um people being attacked by the cops which happens all the time um which is horrific and yet Shameless plug, but we're still fundraising really hard with our crowdfunder for our mobile herbal clinic. I don't know what it is with crowdfunding. It's just like very difficult these days. Um, But yeah, any donations are still really, really welcome. And yeah, please keep sharing it on your networks. Okay, speak soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.